0: Welcome to The Secret Life of Parkinson's, a podcast trying to break the barriers and stigma around PD to lessen the fear. It's a disease no one likes to talk about. When people hear Parkinson's, they're afraid, even if they don't know exactly what it is. This podcast is led by Parkinson's patients talking about their daily life with PD. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our segment, Preparing for DBS. I'm your host, Jessica Krauser, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Baker. Hey, hey. And we have a special guest with us today, Roz Parrish. Thanks for asking me to be here. I'm so happy that you're here. So Roz is another member of our uh, of our gym at PD Next Steps, Yep. and she's getting ready to do her first DBS surgery, which is deep brain stimulation. Correct. Um, But before we even go any further into what we're going to hear about from you, I just want to, because not a lot of people actually know what DBS is, but deep brain stimulation, according to Boston Scientific, is a surgical treatment which can help manage some movement disorder symptoms. DBS is typically used to treat people with advanced Parkinson's disease, dystonia, and essential tremors whose symptoms are no longer controlled by medication. It is well-established, safe, and effective treatment that helps improve day-to-day experiences and quality of life for their patients. So Roz, you're getting brain surgery. (laughs) Oh yeah. In two weeks? Yes, March 7th. Two weeks. So let's talk about first um, when you were diagnosed with Parkinson's. Okay, Um, I was diagnosed,
1: actually I had symptoms starting in 2011 and my symptoms were um, my toes were gripping and like they wanted to you know curl and grip onto something. Mm -hmm. Um, My right, I lost the swing in my right arm and um, you know just... um, Was it all just your right side? Pretty much, yeah. Um, And my tremor was bad. Uh, And so then after I was diagnosed or I kind of lived with those symptoms for Mm -hmm. like two years and uh, my family started being a little more concerned my mom was one that had essential tremors and so we kind of were thinking that was the route i was going to go yeah went to my family doctor they sent me to um, a specialist went to a movement disorder specialist and basically within 10 minutes of the time i was in the room did a few little parkinson's tests on me and said you have parkinson's come back and see me in six months Well, that was quite a blow. Um, All of us can remember the day we were diagnosed. And um, so my husband and I left, and we were both in tears in the parking lot. And I said, well, I might have Parkinson's, but I really don't want to go back to that particular person. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up with another um, neurologist who actually, um, when I went to her, she did a few more things. But she was the person that I actually felt like she, um, I was her only patient, mm-hmm. so she softened the blow a little bit. Um, and you know, fortunately for me, um, I've been on Cinemet and um, also on Mirapex, and uh, the medication has worked for me for quite some time. But mm-hmm. uh, ten years now, um, the medication is starting not to work. Um, I'm feeling like I'm going to have to have increased
0: medication,
1: mm-hmm. so um,
0: DBS became an option. So DVS became an option, I think, just last year though, right? Because you've been thinking about it and it really hit home last year, I think, Corral- right? Yeah, pretty much so.
1: Um, the neurologist that I switched to, she introduced it to us um, kind of early on. Mm-hmm. Um, she sent us out the door with a CD and just information about it and I grabbed it. And when we walked out, my husband has, he's awesome, and he goes to all my doctor's appointments mm-hmm. with me. And he said, um, you know, he said, what are you doing (laughs) and I said well I just have some interest in this so he was definitely not on board and I just at that time I wasn't quite on board Mm -hmm. but as um, time I've through the gym and the great people at the gym that have walked the journey um, they have helped me they helped me realize that this could be for me Mm -hmm. and thanks to Melissa Carlson the PD Mm -hmm. Next Steps owner she um, has brought many speakers in and Mm -hmm. done webinars and The last one that she did, and, well, probably wasn't the last one, but the one that really spoke to Brian and I, um, we happened to hear a neurosurgeon come and speak, and he talked about the process and yada yada, everything Mm -hmm. that would happen, and um, it totally convinced me that this was the route that we needed to go. And um, let me cheat just for a minute here, my husband had a comment that um, I... specifically wanted to put in there um, we've looked at the success rate of DBS mm-hmm. and we've listened to some of the personal stories of the people that have had the surgery and um, that per- the success rate that people see has totally convinced us that this is the route that we want to go so that's awesome so yeah. was
0: there one thing that in particular that kind of drove you to that decision like or the, has it just been kind of the, a build-up?
1: Um, you know, it's, um, for me, I, I really, the medications have side effects Mm -hmm. and, you know, I used to be able to go four and five hours in between my medications. And now it's, you know, going back to like three and I've developed so much rigidity in my legs that, um, you know, not every day, but the days that I do, it's miserable. And so I just feel like this is after, you know, going to be, qualified as one of the candidates for DBS Mm -hmm. I had to go to Cleveland Clinic and you had to pass a series of tests that you're tested for for you know two days it's rather grueling but um, I just feel like this um, procedure is going to help me uh, gain some better quality of life living with Parkinson's Mm -hmm. I'm just ready for it
0: so how are you preparing like mentally because there well, actually do you want to talk about what you're gonna have to go through um, what you know that you have to go through. Sure. Um, I know that on March 6th, I will be he- Brian
1: and I will be headed to Cleveland Clinic and we have to be there at 2.30 in the afternoon. I'll have a COVID test. They'll lock me up, <laughs> <laughs> um, I get admitted that evening, which will be the night before the surgery. Uh-huh. Um, then the surgery will be sometime on March 7th. Won't know the time until um, the Friday before we call and get that. Um, and then uh, my the very first thing that I'm aware of I believe is what they're gonna do um, is they will sedate me and then they will shave my head which we can get to it yeah. question and mm-hmm. you know towards the end but um, anyways uh, and then I'll, I you know I'll be somewhat or I will be sedated to the point where you know then they'll have to wake me up and I'll have to do certain things during that time but um, I stay in the hospital one night And, um, well, two nights, the night that they admit Mm -hmm. me before surgery and then the night of surgery. And if everything goes well, I'll travel back home to Columbus on uh, Tuesday. Um, And, you know, that's probably a question that I will be able to answer a little bit better. I have all my pre-op. Um, appointments this coming week on uh, February 23rd mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when I I mean I go from like eight thirty in the morning till three thirty in the afternoon oh, so okay. you know um, I will find out more details from that but mm-hmm. they put the um, they'll put the actual implants where you know they'll put the the leads in mm-hmm. for so that,
0: that's what I was gonna say kind of can you explain to us what what the what it all entails the the, the the whole DBS entails
1: you know it's one of those things Brian where I kind of wish my Brian was sitting here next to me because he's my medical man and he keeps track of all that for me but um, they're gonna do the right and the left side on me mm-hmm. but in two separate surgeries so they will do the side that I will so they're the actually implanting benefit. electrodes correct and, and, so and,
0: and, so I actually I have a little definition out here there you go Okay. So um, the physician will place one or two insulated wires called leads correct. into the brain. The leads are then connected to, um, to the stimulator, um, I think, which would maybe which, be similar to a pacemaker. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, and, and it goes in your chest, which is typically placed under the skin in the chest. And the device produces mild electrical pulses that stimulate a specific region of your brain. And this may help regulate signals, signaling in the brain, resulting in improvements of Parkinson's symptoms. It's not a cure. Correct. But it helps improve your day to day experiences. Correct. So, did they tell you, like, what, you know, with your, um, you know, you have rigidity and tremors, et cetera? what, What should you expect when it's, when you're, I know it's still gonna take time after, but like when it's all said and done? Not that it's like gonna go away, but like, correct,
1: it won't, it definitely will not go away. And one of the things that my youngest daughter, who's a nurse practitioner, her concern of me signing up for the surgery was she was worried that um, I'm putting too much faith in the fact that I won't have to take any medications. Mm-hmm. And, you know, quite frankly, at the beginning, I, that was my driving force. Mm-hmm. I was like, get me off these meds. And now that I've, you know, read stuff and we've been schooled on it, um it's most likely that i will not be off medication you know you have to still be on it
0: but But, how many how many pills do you take today like every day um every day i do
1: six Cinnamets and i do three Mm Mirapexes. so so um, even just lessening that correct would be wonderful yeah So, and I've developed the dyskinesia a little mm-hmm. bit where, um, you know, uh, sometimes I think if you have too much of the cinema it causes the swaying. Yep. And um, that's been picked up. Um, and then you and I shared the story too about um, the rigidity in our legs mm-hmm. and driving. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, that's become a problem for me. And um, so I'm hopeful that, you know, this DBS might help that as well. Yeah. So. What are you most nervous about? Um, well, when I think about um, there's there's a lot of things that I could make myself get nervous about um, first of all it's your brain you mm-hmm. know it's a vital part of your I mean it's your life um, and that's what again my youngest daughter who <laughs> I really kind of worry about her just a little bit because I think she knows too much Um, so she's been the one that's kind of been the devil's advocate Mm -hmm. Um, and when every time she says mom you're having brain surgery I'm like I know I'm having brain surgery Meredith but you know I have a lot of faith and one of my what when I first got diagnosed with Parkinson's one of my go-to's is my faith is stronger than my fear Mm -hmm. and I am totally trying to live by that with this big surgery Um, and but through the Again, through the Parkinson's family, mm-hmm. my family, um, all of our friends, who we, I'm just, we're overwhelmed with the support and um, the love and care and encouraging words that people have been sending mm-hmm. us, and you know, holding our hand through the past several months, um, has made me not be afraid. You know, I'm mm-hmm. trying to face it head on yeah. and. Uh, just accept
0: it and go for it. I'm ready to move. Good. Yeah. But DVS is not for everybody, Correct. right? I mean, you are starting to. They're starting We're having, off, I'm having the conversations right now. But, but you but, have to like go through these tests, and they'll tell you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it's not it, like it, saying like, "Hey, I want to get I, this." I, no. Because it's almost, a, like, it's almost like she said, like a year out. Almost, you almost have to start like a year out, from what I understand, to get put on the the list to be tested then they put on the list for surgery and all that mm-hmm. stuff so. right
1: and there are some symptoms that you might have if you have hallucinations mm-hmm. or anything you know along those lines Where something um you know if you've got the um the part where you're uh addicted to you know compulsive behavior whatever they I think look at that and Mm -hmm. also if you are at the beginning of dementia or your memory they do a lot of memory testing yeah Um, I think that those are certain symptoms that if you have that they may lead to not having the DBS surgery yeah Yeah. Yeah. so um, and the lastly the one thing that um, you know the biggest thing I hate to admit my vanity but um, it's the shaving of the head. Mm-hmm. But I've actually, in the past um, probably just three weeks a month, mm-hmm. um, have come to grips with that. And the first thing is, is I'll make it a little silly. Um, I really don't know very many women that don't like that enjoy having a bad hair day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sets the tone for our day sometimes if yeah. our hair looks like crap. And so um, I'm looking at that as I won't have any hair. So (laughs) how can I have a bad hair day? So that's the first kind of way that I'm looking at it. Mm -hmm. then secondly, um, we spend a lot of money on our hair color and our cuts and yada. You know,
0: I'll I'll be saving
1: a lot of money.
0: Did you hear that, Brian? You're going to be saving money.
1: (laughs) And the other thing for Brian is um, he's constantly waiting on me to be ready because I'm finishing that blow drying of my hair or whatever. Um, I'm going to be just like him. I'm going to be in and out of the shower, and I'm going to have a bunch of extra time on my hands. And maybe that. I won't be late to the uh, exercise class anymore. She's, I've been calling
0: her out because she's been late. I'm always, I'm, I, well, you haven't, you're not there during the week, but I'm pretty much late every single day. But Roz is now a couple minutes late, and I have no problem calling her exactly. out.
1: Exactly. And finally, I have to give some kudos to Steve Brandenburg because um, I think he has been aware of my um, feelings of my bald head. And, Um, just about two weeks ago I think uh, we were finishing up class and um, he just came to me and said you know what Raz I really think that this baldness is you know it's kind of got you he said but I just want to leave you with the fact that um, I want you to wear your bald head as a badge of courage and when he said that to me it totally I've held on to it and it is a badge of courage you know when you go through major surgery with DBS and um, it, I am going to wear it as a badge of courage. So Good. once again, thanks to my Parkinson's yeah. friends
0: and um, you know, everybody that's supportive. Thanks for That's so great to have you on. I'm so glad that you're open. I know we talk about everything exactly. <laughs> at our, at our workout, uh, at our workouts, but I'm so glad that you were able to open up and talk about this cause I know it's not easy for you and easy for others that are going through it. So, Hopefully more, and actually love to hear more after you. Absolutely, I'd love to have you back.
1: You know, I might even show my bald head. That
0: would be great, <laughs> and it'll be closer to summer. So exactly, be so absolutely. In our last thirty seconds, I want to leave you with this: as I mentioned before in previous uh, episodes, we are patients just like you. We are not medical professionals telling you what to do, but there are people out there just like Roz. Patients who fear the unknown, but when educated by the right physician can make a big decision that will hopefully change her life. But don't let fear stop you from learning. Educate yourself and talk to your doctor. DBS might might not be right for you, but it might be a game changer for someone like Roz. We look forward to hearing you from your post DBS Mm -hmm. and what we can learn from you as the year progresses. Good luck and God bless. Good luck, Roz. Thank you. I'm so excited for you. Thanks. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is produced by Melissa Carlson and Steve Bradenberg. To contact us, send an email to info at 5k4jk.org. The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not responsible or liable for any medical advice, diagnosis, course of treatment, or any other information obtained through this podcast. The information provided by The Secret Life of Parkinson's is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard on this podcast. You are encouraged to consult a physician for a definitive diagnosis.